for all things mattress. Fam.news. A man's best friend is a dog. And a mattress's best friend is a pillow. And then when you combine these two together in a way that sounds fantastic, it was the dawn of the pillow pupper. Welcome to the adventures of Matman, episode 17, The Power of the Pillow. And now, Matman's secrets to becoming a sleep-selling superhero. Good morning, superpower seekers. I'm Matman, Sir Capes a lot. If you didn't know that that was my last name, I put capes on everything. And today's episode is no exception. I come from Sleep Source One, which is my office here in the greater Charlotte area. I'm part of the dream team from the Sweet Dreams Mattress and Furniture team of Lake Norman. We're in North Carolina. Man, today's going to be an awesome day. You know, I, 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 I recorded a lot of these a while ago so this is my first one back recording and I've got a few more episodes planned but so many things have happened that I'd love to tell you about that'll just be future episodes like I've got this awesome belt buckle I've been wearing and it says the fam because my boys the fam uh you know these guys do news for the mattress and furniture industry you got Brett and his stories like interviewing awesome folks you know, you got the Good Bed Boys. They're doing uh, awesome research that if you if you are in the mattress and furniture industry, listening to their stuff, that's going to help you make awesome decisions. And then you got the Dos Marcos. They're kicking butt. They're, they're hilarious and inspiring. So, you know, check out the fam. And then there's, there's so many other things going on. Like, I got my hip replaced. That thing going on with my back and my leg. We figured it out, and now I had to retrain myself to to walk, to sleep, and to eat. Yeah, to eat. The gut bacteria, the gut and brain, how this works, there's so much more information I have to give you. And then last but not least, I, I caught COVID, but I that was a very quick, it was like a 10-day quarantine-cation, vacation, because I got into the Pfizer vaccine, so it was over very quickly, and uh, I'm grateful for that. And dude, I saw some friends at primetime. Oh my God, I saw a little big town at primetime in Nashville with the Nationwide Marketing Group crew. God, that was awesome. What an experience. All this stuff's been going on. These are future episodes to tell you. And, you know, I'm just super excited because through all this, I've been game planning my sleep so that I don't skip a beat every single time. I am still pushing forward. Which brings me to today's episode because... When, I, when it comes to like putting capes on things and being and maximizing your sleep, the number one way you can do this is literally by the power of the pillow. It's the first thing I say in my credo, by the power of the pillow, the might of the mattress, the surety of the sheets. The reason that's number one with the power of the pillow is because it's, a, it's 30% of the sleep experience on the mattress. My fellow sleep associates, a percentage of your customers, a very high percentage of them, after they purchase a mattress from you, immediately go somewhere else and buy pillows. They'll go to a retail train chain or a big box store. Maybe that retail chain rhymes with head, math, and freeond. And the statistic is relevant because there's a need for the product. And oftentimes they're shopping on price alone because they just spent a lot of money on the mattress from you. And they didn't necessarily want to keep spending all that money on uh, things like the pillow to solve the problem of the pillow. 
However, I've been doing this a very long time, 15 years this September. And the one thing I realized that was wrong with the pillow is that, you know, it's if you just let them go do that, it's going to have a dramatic effect on their sleep experience. And it's even worse when, you know, it's a pillow that they didn't pick from, that we didn't help them select or custom fit them to. Because you probably worked with these people for a long time to pick the right mattress. And then they took it home and they tried it for a month and then they called you because their neck hurts and it's not helping them sleep any better. And now the questions come up of like, well, what did you do? Did you did you just take your old pillow from your old bed, or did you go buy a pillow from somewhere else? Those aren't that's, that's, that's what that's not what you're supposed to ask the customer. It's what it's what did I not do? Did I not show you the pillow that helps that your neck not hurt on this mattress? That's the kind of ownership we need from retail sales associates in 2021. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to mattress comfort exchanges, the pillow is always in the forefront of my mind, along with sheets and protectors. Because like, you know, when somebody's calling me to swap out their bed, well, where did they get the pillow? And maybe that was the reason they swapped that they got a new mattress in the first place. Maybe they just needed a new pillow. Shoot, like this could be a big deal. And so science tells us every inch your neck is off, and push out of the natural position creates 10 pounds of pressure on it. And there's this little bone up there in the, that the spinal cord goes through that attaches to your brain. That bone is called the atlas. If you're ever sitting next to a chiropractor, ask them how their atlas is doing and watch them light up and tell you, hey, my atlas is doing great. And then they'll ask you how your atlas is doing and try to sell you on the, making sure your atlas is doing good. <clears throat> so in my favorite video game, the Atlas is a map to the world in which I can smash monsters for loot. And without it, I wouldn't know where the monsters are to smash or I can't make a plan. I might just wander aimlessly around for hours doing nothing. And all that information coming through your brain goes through the Atlas bone to your neck, through your neck in exactly the same way. That's like where all the information is sent out in the map. That's how your brain knows to tell what body parts to do what things. So that's, that's critical. It's one of the most important parts of your body, and the pillow is directly, directly related to its posture and comfort while you sleep. So you, as a retailer, have to study up and make sure you have the pillows that are just awesome. And you have to have your store that uh, reflect the needs of your community. So I could tell you what ones we offer, but that's not going to do you any good necessarily. Because you got to go shopping, and you got to find what your customers need, and you got to fit that need to your market. So try products and then make sure your employees try them and get their feedback too because you don't ever want to go to a restaurant where the waiter hasn't tried anything on the menu and offers no advice what to eat. You know, if I'm like, hey, how's your Reuben? How's your, how is this Reuben sandwich? And the, the waiter's like, you know, I don't know. I have not had it. I, uh, I don't eat here. <laughs> well, I don't want to either as your customer. Uh, but then, you know, if instead... It's like, well, how's your Reuben? You know, it's got this wonder. Like they, they, they toasted the the they toasted the rye first of all, and I don't normally eat rye, but toasted with that sauce on it, whatever the dressing, that was pretty good. Sauerkraut, uh, there's this like wonderful sauerkraut that mixed with this giant portion of corned beef. Like they, our Reubens are really good. Like they're really good. You should try it. I'm in. I'm in. Oh my god. Sorry, that's too loud. I'm just raising my hand too. 
So anyways, you might merchandise expensive pillows at your store as a result of your research, but that doesn't mean the customer isn't willing to buy it if it gives them extraordinary sleep. So, I mean, we find that when we custom fit a person for the pillow and the mattress together, their overall satisfaction of both products is up and our comfort exchange rates go down. And I offer a money back guarantee on a pillow if they try it for at least 30 days because I want to make sure they don't regret their expect their decision, and I, I want to make sure it meets their expectations. Especially, it's a two hundred dollar pillow. Like I'm not about to have a fight with a consumer over a two hundred dollar pillow when they plan to purchase mattresses from us for thirty or forty years. I believe in the product myself, so it's up to me to make sure I custom fit them to the right one so they have an awesome experience. And by and large, I do that pretty effectively. The power of the pillow is significant because of how important everything you're storing up in your brain is for your body. And that's literally the, the connection from your brain to your body is your neck. And some people scoff or shun at my suggestion at these expensive pillows on our wall. And I'm okay with that. At least I tried. I believe, and I'm going to try. And I'm not only, you know... And with the right mattress and the right sheets, your sleep experience can be so awesome that it unlocks superpowers within your body. It can move you on the path to achieving greatness. Ah, oh, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I'm after. When my customers are excited to tuck themselves in at night, I know they're going to maximize their sleep and make sure to offer that mattress adjustable base, sheets, protector, and pillow that give them the best chance at that maximization. Because now they can focus on their sleep habits and help them get 1% better sleep every night by the power of the pillow. And you are also the person that helps them do that. That is the amazing thing that we get to do every day. So speaking of pillows, um, I want to tell you a quick story about the canon of Matman and his sidekick pillow pupper, which you have probably heard in previous episodes. So I just wanted to give you the whole story because, you know, pillow pupper is an amazing guy. My wife and I rescue a lot of animals. Uh, over the year, uh, she's rescued many different species. And when I met her, she had a Pomeranian and he got to be 17 human years old. Uh, we rescued two other younger puppers to give him some company in his senior years. But eventually it was his time to cross the rainbow bridge. And my wife was in terrible shape because she loved that dog. She'd been with that dog for almost 17 years and that dog predated me. And so for the two weeks after he had, he had died, she was crying herself to sleep every night or she was just overcome with emotion. And then suddenly, like one day, about two weeks later, after, his, after uh, Jesse's passing, uh, this other Pomeranian popped up on Facebook and he needed a home. He had just been saved from a kill shelter and he was about three something hours away in Tryon, North Carolina. So boys, guys, this is one of those decisions when, you're, when your wife has made this kind of decision to adopt that dog as her husband, it's your job to make sure she a, does the dis travels that distance there and back safely. She's not going to some random parking lot in Tryon, North Carolina without you. And, you know, she doesn't even ask. She, she doesn't ask you because you're better off offering the help. Like get those points, get those points in. Because A, our partners deserve that level of commitment, but B, you don't have a choice. So go all in, lean in, and be, be the superhero for your spouse. Uh, <laughs> so we picked, up, uh, we picked up this dog, this Pomeranian, and his teeth were gnarly. He was in terrible shape. 
He was covered in fleas. He smelled rank. And we had to, we, we, uh, we got the three hour ride home. The windows were down. Uh, that's Chick-fil-A I'll never talk about again. And then, <laughs> but we, and we had to have all of his teeth removed because they were in such bad shape that some of them were even falling out or hanging by nerves. It was awful. But once his teeth were gone, he became wonderful. He's guesstimated at 13 human years old, and he didn't come with a name. He was mostly deaf, so we shouted dog names for hours. He never responded to any of them. So since he was a little bit more red than our previous Pomeranian Jesse, we named him Red Dog, and he became known as Old Man Red. Fast forward to the pandemic. He had lived with us for about a year. My wife was furloughed at home. An old man red had a terrible habit of sleeping on my wife's feet. And when she moved, which was a few times uh, often, like, hey, let me get something to eat, or I'm just going to spin in my chair, he, like, barked and snarled, came out of sleep, like, ah, ah, because he was, like, scared he's going to get stepped on. You know, and it it was his fault for sleeping there, but that's just how he was. And my wife was stressed out because she was also on furlough. She was trying, you know, all this stuff. She needed a break, and she's just like, hey, will you take him to work? Best decision ever. Best suggestion ever. Because Red Dog loved the showroom. He was great with people, our customers, the employees. He made bonds of friendship, and he got tons of treats. No kidding. And uh, we had this extra pillowcase from when I got one of my, my first cape made. Like they had tested the logo on a pillowcase just to see if it would work because I got a bed sheet for a cape. And so then Greg's mom, Sharon Jean, fashioned the uh, the pillowcase in such a way that he could wear it for a cape. So old man Red had this cape. And that's when he became, that was the dawn of Pillow Pupper. <laughs> During the shutdown, life was not fun. And I wasn't suiting up as a sleep superhero. But Red Dog with a cape was in a totally different zone of social etiquette. Me parading around as Matt Man did not fit the national dialogue or how us as employees felt. We were all really stressed out and going through CDC guidelines. You know, we were just worried about the business surviving. Red Dog prancing around in a cape was totally different. It was welcomed universally, bilaterally, and people lit up when they saw his cute little costume. And it was amazing. And so then, you know, even, you know, people coming in, sharing with me their opinions about the state of everything and what's going on and talking politics, you know, that to me was stressful listening to that or like trying to figure out how do I, how do I compute that? But then all that just goes right out the window when I would see them interact with Red Dog, like they would scratch under his chin or go from his head to his tail with long strokes and they'd invite him up to sit with them, and then they'd do things like, oh, you just so cute, oh, hello, and then they'd want to give him treats. So any, any of those opinions go right out the window, because you can, what people say sometimes is perhaps what they're going through, but what they do is the person that they are. And so, like, you know, Red Dog, was that that's how he became a superhero to me. That's why he became my sidekick. And when you get a sidekick, they help a suit like, you know, Robin the Batman or, man, I, I don't know many other sidekicks right now. But you see what I'm saying? Oh, Sherlock and... Dang! Oh, I should have got up. Okay, sorry. 
Yeah, the sidekicks are supposed to, they're that catalyst, so that enhancing, so that a superhero can do even more. But to me, Red Dog was a superhero. So, um, unfortunately, Red Dog is no longer with us. Pillow Pupper has gone over that rainbow bridge. It was a very hard weekend, and work has not felt the same since. It was his time, though. When you, the old men and old women animals are some of the hardest to find homes for. And so we we actively now have two younger uh, adoption dogs and so or like rescue dogs, and we're always gonna look for that older pup as the third one. And so I am recasting for Pillow Pupper. You see, yeah, like in ever because I I gotta I got I I miss the shop dog. We used to make sure all the doors were closed all the time all the time because Red Dog would just want to you know go out and explore that drive he had. And uh, <laughs> and now every time I see a door that's propped open, I'm just thinking about him, like every day at work. And I wish I had him there to remind me to like you know put the put opinions and put social media aside and have a face to face with people and like learn and be curious about who they are. He helped bring me back to a zone of fun and engagement, and also sparked new ideas. I love when people tell me that they, they they can't sleep at night and they drink tons of caffeine all day long up until this point where it helps them sleep and it, to the time they go to sleep because that's a, a, that's a mound of pillow pupper poop is the most wonderful thing that pillow pupper helped me <laughs> be able to say. Yeah, helped me able to express. So, and then I, I learned one ginormous lesson from Red Dog. He taught me this one. And so he lived, Red Dog lived for 13 years with another family. And we don't know his quality of life up until the day we got him. We assumed it was not that great because how he looked and his state with his teeth. And we improved his quality of life in that last leg of his journey. And he became a superhero. He didn't know he was bound for greatness that whole time. But it happened right at the end. It was the last thing in his doggy dog life that he did. He became a superhero. That made it all worth it. And so last year I was slumping around. I got, I, I gave up on my diet, my sleep. I got injured. It felt bad. And I felt like life was never going to change. But then when he helped me and re-engaged me, like that's, that's, what, that's what brought some of the drive back. And then I, and I figured that out. Like, man, here's this old man dog. And he's just loving it right here. And he's like a superhero. And he had no idea. So then... If I want greatness, I just I just got to start trying in the same way right now. And so I got back on my game plan for sleep, and I, and I lost the weight, and I tried to fix the problem with my back. Because people, like greatness, if it's not 10 years, if it's not one year, if it's not 10 years, if it is 50 years down the road and it's the last thing you achieve before you die, does that not make it worth, worth it? You want the last thing you do on this earth to be great and greatness to others, to, you know, whatever that is in your head, if it's the last thing you do, is it not worth it? So, you know, Red Dog, thank you for this lesson so that I can never give up and keep on trying. And so then I'm on the search for another inspiration, another partner in crime, uh, fighting crime, sleep crime. Because I need that dog. I need to rescue that dog. And I need to help that dog. 
in the same way our customers, that when they come in, they get that mattress, they need that pillow. Like the pillow pupper, these these puns, they're so layered and beautifully so. My head hurts when I when I think of like how, how relevant they are. So, you know, that's why I wanted to tell the story of Red Dog and Old Man Red. Hopefully you can seek if you if you have emotional mismanagement or stress issues and you have not you do not have an animal and you have the capacity to take care of one, find that dog from a shelter. Help that dog have a great home. And for retail sales associates out there, when you're when your folks are shopping with you for a mattress, help them find that pillow. Help show them what awesome sleep is. And together, every night we go to bed, we 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 find that superpower. We unlock it. We awaken it. And tomorrow, we can try to achieve greatness. Well, thank you for listening to the Adventures of Matman. You can text me at 704-706-2436 with any questions, feedback, or sleep resources you'd like to share. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please feel free to text me anytime, even at night or even late at night or early in the morning. I'm not worried. My phone knows exactly what to do.